Chapter Two of Jerusalem to Revelations A Quartet of Spiritual Experience by William Blake and others. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Tony Addison. Jerusalem Part Two and this is the manner of the sons of albion in their strength they take the two contraries which are called qualities with which every substance is clothed they name them good and evil from them they make an abstract which is a negation not only of the substance from which it is derived a murderer of its own body but also a murderer of every divine member it is the reasoning power an abstract objecting power that negatives everything this is the spectre of man the holy reasoning power and in its holiness is closed the abomination of desolation therefore last stands in london building golgonooza compelling his spectre to labours mighty trembling in fear the spectre weeps but loss unmoved by tears or threats remains i must create a system or be enslaved by another man's i will not reason and compare my business is to create so loss in fury and strength in indignation and burning wrath shuddering the spectre howls his howlings terrify the night he stamps around the anvil beating blows of stern despair he curses heaven and earth day and night and sun and moon he curses forest spring and river desert and sandy waste cities and nations families and peoples tongues and laws driven to desperation by losses terrors and threatening fears lost cries obey my voice and never deviate from my will and i will be merciful to thee be thou invisible to all to whom i make thee invisible but chief to my own children o spectre of Athona, reason not against their dear approach nor them obstruct with thy temptations of doubt and despair o oh, shame 
o strong and mighty shame i break thy brazen fetters if thou refuse thy present torments will seem southern breezes to what thou shalt endure if thou obey not my great will the spectre answered art thou not ashamed of those thy sins that thou callest thy children lo the law of god commands that they be offered upon his altar o cruelty and torment for thine are also mine i have kept silent hitherto concerning my chief delight but thou hast broken silence now i will speak my mind where is my lovely Enitharmon? O oh, thou, my enemy, where is my great sin? She is also thine, I said. Now is my grief a worth, incapable of being surpassed. But every moment it accumulates more and more, it continues accumulating to eternity the joys of god advance for he is righteous he is not a being of pity and compassion he cannot feel distress he feeds on sacrifice and offering delighting in cries and tears and clothed in holiness and solitude but my griefs advance also for ever and ever without end oh that i could cease to be despair i am despair created to be the great example of horror and agony also my prayer is vain i called for compassion compassion mocked mercy and pity threw the gravestone over me and with lead and iron bound it over me for ever life lives on my consuming and the almighty hath made me his contrary to be all evil all reversed and for ever dead knowing and seeing life yet living not how can i then behold and not tremble how can i be beheld and not abhorred so spoke the spectre shuddering and dark tears ran down his shadowy face which loss wiped off but comfort none could give or beam of hope yet ceased he not from labouring at the roarings of his forge with iron and brass building golganusa in great contendings till his sons and daughters came forth from the furnaces at the sublime labours for loss compelled the invisible spectre to labours mighty with vast strength with his mighty chains in pulsations of time 
and extensions of space like urns of beulah with great labour upon his anvils and in his ladles the ore he lifted pouring it into the clay ground prepared with art striving with systems to deliver individuals from those systems that whenever any spectre began to devour the dead he might feel the pain as if a man gnawed his own tender nerves then erin came forth from the furnaces and all the daughters of beulah came from the furnaces by losses mighty power for jerusalem's sake walking up and down among the spaces of erin and the sons and daughters of Lus came forth in perfection lovely and the spaces of erin reached from the starry heights to the starry depth Lus wept with exceeding joy and all wept with joy together they feared they never more should see their father who was built in from eternity in the cliffs of albion but when the joy of meeting was exhausted in loving embrace again they lament oh what shall we do for lovely jerusalem to protect the emanations of albion's mighty ones from cruelty sabrina and ignatia begin to sharpen their beamy spears of light and love their little children stand with arrows of gold Reagan is wholly cruel schofield is bound in iron armour he is like a mandrake in the earth before reuben's gate he shoots beneath jerusalem's walls to undermine her foundations vala is but thy shadow o thou loveliest among women a shadow animated by thy tears o mournful jerusalem why wilt thou give to her a body whose life is but a shade her joy and love a shade a shade of sweet repose but animated and vegetated she is a devouring worm what shall we do for thee o lovely mild jerusalem and loss said i behold the finger of god in terrors albion is dead his emanation is divided from him but i am living yet i feel my emanation also dividing such thing was never known o oh, pity me thou all-piteous one what shall i do or how exist divided from any thamon? yet why despair i saw the finger of god go forth upon my furnaces from within the wheels of albion's sons fixing their systems permanent by mathematic power 
giving a body to falsehood, that it may be cast off for ever. With demonstrative science, piercing Apollyon with his own bow, God is within and without. He is even in the depths of hell. Such were the lamentations of the labourers in the furnaces. And they appeared within and without, encircling on both sides the starry wheels of Albion's sons, with spaces for Jerusalem and for Vala, the shadow of Jerusalem, the ever-morning shade, on both sides, within and without, beaming gloriously. Terrified at the sublime wonder, Los stood before his furnaces, and they stood around, terrified with admiration at Erin's spaces, for the spaces reached from the starry height to the starry depth, and they builded Golganusa, terrible, eternal labour. What are those golden builders doing? Where was the burying place of soft Ethinthus, near Tyburn's fatal tree? Is that mild Zion's hills, most ancient promontory, near mournful, ever-weeping Paddington? Is that Calvary and Golgotha, becoming a building of pity and compassion? Lo! The stones are pity, and the bricks well-wrought affections enamelled with love and kindness and the tiles engraven gold labour of merciful hands the beams and rafters of forgiveness the mortar and cement of the work tears of honesty the nails and the screws and iron braces are well-wrought blandishments and well-contrived words firm-fixing never forgotten always comforting the remembrance the floors humility the ceilings devotion the hearts thanksgiving Prepare the furniture, O Lambeth, in thy pitying looms. The curtains, woven tears and sighs, wrought into lovely forms for comfort. There the secret furniture of Jerusalem's chamber is wrought. Lambeth, the bride, the lamb's wife loveth thee. Thou art one with her, and knowest not of self in thy supreme joy. Go on, builders in hope, though Jerusalem wanders far away, without the gate of loss, among the dark satanic wheels. 
fourfold the sons of loss in their divisions and fourfold the great city of golgonooza fourfold toward the north and toward the south fourfold and fourfold toward the east and west each within other toward the four points that toward eden and that toward the world of generation and that toward beulah and that toward ulro ulro is the space of the terrible starry wheels of albion's sons but that toward eden is walled up till time of renovation yet it is perfect in its building ornaments and perfection and the four points are thus beheld in great eternity west the circumference south the zenith north the nadir east the centre unapproachable for ever these are the four faces towards the four worlds of humanity in every man ezekiel saw them by sheba's blood and the eyes of the south and the nostrils are the east and the tongue is the west and the ear is the north and the north gate of golgonooza toward generation has four sculptured bulls terrible before the gate of iron and iron the bulls and that which looks toward oro clay baked and enamelled eternal glowing as four furnaces turning upon the wheels of albion's sons with enormous power and that toward beulah four gold silver brass and iron and that toward eden four formed of gold silver brass and iron the south a golden gate has four lions terrible living that toward generation four of iron carved wondrous that toward ulro four clay baked laborious workmanship that toward eden four immortal gold silver brass and iron the western gate fourfold is closed having four cherubim its guards living the work of elemental hands laborious tasks like men hermaphroditic each winged with eight wings that 
towards generation iron that toward beulah stone that toward ulro clay that toward eden metals but all closed up till the last day when the grave shall yield their dead the eastern gate fourfold terrible and deadly its ornaments taking their form from the wheels of albion's sons as cogs are formed in a wheel to fit the cogs of the adverse wheel that toward eden eternal ice frozen in seven folds of forms of death and that toward beulah stone the seven diseases of the earth are carved terrible and that toward ulro forms of war seven enormities and that toward generation seven generative forms and every part of the city is fourfold and every inhabitant fourfold and every pot and vessel and garment and utensil of the houses and every house fourfold but the third gate in every one is closed as with a threefold curtain of ivory and fine linen and ermine and luban stands in middle of the city a moat of fire surrounds luban losses palace and the golden looms of cathedron and sixty-four thousand genii guard the eastern gate and sixty-four thousand gnomes guard the northern gate and sixty-four thousand nymphs guard the western gate and sixty-four thousand fairies guard the southern gate around golganuza lies the land of death eternal a land of pain and misery and despair and ever-brooding melancholy in all the twenty-seven heavens numbered from adam to luther from the blue mundane shell reaching to the vegetative earth the vegetative universe opens like a flower from the earth's centre in which is eternity it expands in stars to the mundane shell and there it meets eternity again both within and without and the abstract voids between the stars are the satanic wheels there is the cave the rock the tree the lake of Udan Adam, the forest and the marsh and the pits of bitumen deadly, the rocks of solid fire, the ice valleys, the plains of burning sand, the rivers, cataract and lakes of fire, the islands of the fiery lakes, the trees of malice, revenge and black anxiety and the cities of the salamandrine men but whatever is visible 
to the generated man is a creation of mercy and love from the satanic void the land of darkness flamed but no light and no repose the land of snows of trembling and of iron hail incessant the land of earthquakes and the land of woven labyrinths the land of snares and traps and wheels and pitfalls and dire mills the voids the solids and the land of clouds and regions of waters with their inhabitants in the twenty-seven heavens beneath beulah self-righteousnesses conglomerating against the divine vision a concave earth wondrous chasmal abyssal incoherent forming the mundane shell above beneath on all sides surrounding golganusa loss walks round the walls night and day he views the city of Golganusa and its smaller cities, the looms and mills and prisons and workhouses of Og and Anak, the Amalekite, the Canaanite, the Moabite, the Egyptian, and all that has existed in the space of six thousand years permanent and not lost not lost nor vanished and every little act word work and wish that has existed all remaining still in those churches ever consuming and ever building by the spectres of all the inhabitants of earth wailing to be created shadowy to those who dwell not in them mere possibilities but to those who enter into them they seem the only substances for everything exists and not one sigh nor smile nor tear one hair nor particle of dust not one can pass away he views the cherub at the tree of life also the serpent or the first-born coiled in the south the dragon urizen tharmas the vegetated tongue even the devouring tongue a threefold region a false brain a false heart and false bowels all together composing the false tongue beneath beulah as a watery flame revolving every way and as dark roots and stems a forest of affliction growing in seas of sorrow loss also views the four females ahania and enion and vala and any Thamon lovely and from them all the lovely beaming daughters of albion ahania and Enion and Bala are three evanescent shades. Enithamon is a vegetated mortal wife of Lot's, his emanation, yet his wife till the sleep of death is past. 
such are the buildings of loss and such are the whoops of any thaman and loss beheld his sons and he beheld his daughters every one a translucent wonder a universe within increasing inwards into length and breadth and height starry and glorious and they every one in their bright loins have a beautiful golden gate which opens into the vegetative world and every one a gate of rubies and all sorts of precious stones in their translucent hearts which opens into the vegetative world and every one a gate of iron dreadful and wonderful in their translucent heads which opens into the vegetative world and every one has the three regions childhood manhood and age but the gate of the tongue the western gate in them is closed having a wall builded against it and thereby the gates eastward and southward and northward are encircled with flaming fires and the north is breadth the south is height and depth the east is inwards and the west is outwards every way and loss beheld the mild emanation jerusalem eastward bending her revolutions toward the starry wheels in maternal anguish like a pale cloud arising from the arms of beulah's daughters in entuthan benithan's deep vales beneath golganuza and hand and hyle rooted into jerusalem by a fibre of strong revenge and schofield vegetated by reuben's gate in every nation of the earth till the twelve sons of albion enrooted into every nation a mighty polypus growing from albion over the whole earth such is my awful vision End of chapter 2